in life, no person wants to be a slave. Nobody wants slavery in their life. Nobody wants to feel imprisoned by anything. We all want freedom. And we want freedom in every aspect of our life. But the question is, are we free? Are we really free? The clothes that we wear are defined by our society. We all have addictions in our life that define our behavior. We all have desires that we can't admit to because our peers won't allow it. And still we believe we are free. Still we believe that we are the masters of our own life. So for most of us, freedom is a delusion. For most of us, Freedom is a lie that we tell ourselves. And amongst all the lies of freedom, one of the lies is of the greatest. And that is the freedom of choice. I make my own choices in life. I am in charge. I am free decide for myself. And this particular freedom we hold on to more dear than any other. And the reason we hold on to this freedom, the reason we hold on to this delusion is because the alternative is not worth thinking about. The alternative is unbearable. If I am not free to make my own choices, then somebody must be making my choices for me. And we call the choices that are not our own destiny. And nobody wants to accept destiny. Hukam. Most people won't accept Hukam because it enslaves us. Even the word hukam, the closest English translation would be a command or an order. Even the word hukam implies that some superior being is commanding over our life and determining what we should be doing with our lives. And this is how we understand things like hukam. We understand such concepts based on how we see the world around us, the experiences that we have in life. When we're children, our parents control our lives. And then one day we grow up, we become the parent, and we control the lives of our children. We decide what's best for them. If you 
follow the law, you have a degree of freedom. But if you break the law, then your freedom is taken away from you. You are imprisoned. So this is how we know the world. And when the gurus have used words like hukum, they've tried to explain something which doesn't fit within this model. See, the mind works with logic. And logic sees the world as black or white. If it is day, then it can't be night. If something is hot, then it can't be cold. And this is how the mind sees the world, as logic. And we apply this sort of logic to understand the world around us. But Hukum isn't confined by such logic. Hukum isn't black or white. Freedom of choice is a delusion. You are not free to choose anything. But that doesn't make you a slave either. How is this possible? You may think, I make choices every day. When I wake up in the morning, I decide whether I have cereal or I have toast for breakfast. That is my choice whether I make myself a cup of tea or I make myself a cup of coffee. It's my choice. No one else is making the choice for me. So how can it be that I don't make choices? And if I don't make these choices, who's making these choices? How can it be that I'm not a slave of someone else's choices? You say, either I make the choice, either I decide what happens in my life, or something, some other being, some other power is making my choices for me. That's how we see the world. Guru Nanak Dev Ji in Japji Sahib says, Nanak hukme je puche ta hume kehena Guru Nanak Dev Ji says, if one was to really understand what destiny is about, what is hukam, then he would not speak in his own self-identity. He would not self-reference himself if he truly understand Hukum. And this is why neither statement is true. It isn't true to say that I make my own choices and it isn't true to say that I am a slave of destiny. Because both of these are an illusion and the reason that these are an illusion is because both statements hide a greater illusion and the greatest illusion that's hidden behind both of these is that I exist. Either I make my choices or somebody makes my choices for me and there is an illusion behind both of them that I exist. But what do you mean when you say that you don't exist? 
If I don't exist, then what is this? What is this body? What are these hands? What are these feet? What is this? Nobody is denying that there is a body. And nobody is denying that within that body there are thousands of thoughts floating around. In the mid-1600s, a philosopher by the name of René Descartes went on a philosophical journey. And he wanted to find out what is the ultimate truth in life. What is such? And he did it by applying what is called the method of doubt. And what he said was, according to the method of doubt, I can doubt everything. I can't prove that you're standing in front of me. There is some level of doubt. My mind might be playing tricks on me. So I can't prove that you're standing in front of me. So that isn't such. That isn't the truth. <coughs> I can't prove that there is a tree outside. It might be a mirage. It's possible. So to everything in life, he applied the method of doubt and he said, I can't categorically prove that this is true. And he kept going and he kept going and he said, well, what is truth then? What is finally true? And he says, the only thing that I know is true is that I'm thinking right now. That's the only truth that I can say is, I can prove it because I'm experiencing these thoughts. And his famous quote is, I think Therefore, I am. The fact that I am thinking proves that I exist. And in fact, nothing can be further from the truth. What René Descartes failed to do was apply the method of doubt to the I. That he didn't apply the method of doubt to. He didn't say, I can't prove that I exist. He said, I am thinking, therefore I must exist. And this is where we get our self-identity from. The mind uses logic to try and understand the world. And this is the problem with using logic to try and understand the self, rather than using experience. What is this I? I exist. What is it? Have you ever looked at what it is? What is me? Have you ever searched for it? Have you ever found it? Or have you always convinced yourself for your whole life that because I am thinking, it means I am here, I exist. The I doesn't exist. It is also another illusion that the mind creates for itself. Call this self, call it I, call it the ego. It doesn't actually exist. You know, Gurbani spends a lot of time talking to the I. Gurbani spends a lot of time telling you to do Uttam, make an effort, 
make effort in your life. Don't waste your life on trivial things. Make effort in your life to remember God. So who is Gurbani talking to? When Gurbani says to do Uddham, effort, who is, who is Gurbani talking to? Gurbani is referencing the unrealized mind. The mind that doesn't know itself yet. Even the Gurus have referenced their own mind. Oh my mind, forever remember the one. Simar mana Ram Nam Chitare. Oh my mind, remember. Paire is man ko samjaye, e man alas kya kare, Gurmukh Nam Tiare. Oh brothers, please explain to my mind why is my mind so lazy? Why can it not follow the Guru's instruction and meditate? So when Gurbani talks, it's talking to the unrealized mind. And the Guru is asking you to make an effort to try and find your true nature. And one goes down this path of looking at the self, looking at the eye, trying to find what this eye really is. And when one goes down this path, it eventually realizes that even the effort was not his own. When one realizes that I don't exist, even the effort to find the eye is realized that it wasn't my effort. When the Gurus realized their higher self, their merged self, they realized that they had no effort. They had, they can take no credit for their own realization because they realized that the I doesn't exist and the effort was made by something greater. So there are questions around this destiny, hukum, free will. And one of the questions comes about karam, pichle karam. What about past actions? Do my past actions control my life today? You are the result of your past actions. What you did yesterday defines what you are today. Where you were a few moments ago defines where you are now. And what you do now defines what tomorrow will be. Whatever actions you perform, whatever seeds you sow, so are the fruits that you will receive. But we must not be fooled into thinking that these actions are our own actions. Even the actions that you perform are controlled by hukum. Even the actions that you do are under the control of hukum. And by those actions, 
By those deeds, it will determine where you go tomorrow. If you eat unhealthily today, tomorrow, your health will suffer. And if you continue to invest in this unhealthy notion of I, me, these are mine, these are my things, this is my life, tomorrow you will suffer the pain when all of those things that you believe are yours are taken away from you. If I don't exist, then what does exist? What is it that is here? What exists is life itself. Life exists. All that you see around you, including you, is life. From life you were creating, your body was created out of life. And within your body, life was put into you. Life gave itself to you. Life gave a part of itself to you. And you call yourself alive. I am alive. Life. You are simply life being lived. That's what you are. And everything and everyone is only life. All that exists is life in numerous forms, in various colors, in various sizes. There's no question of you. You don't even come into this picture. You don't exist separate from life. And call this life whatever name you want. Call it God, call it Allah, call it Ram, call it Jod, call it Atman. Everything is life. And there is only one life. Call it Jod. Submed Jod, Jod Everything has the same light and the light belongs to the one light. When that light shines, your light shines. But through the Guru's help and through reflection upon the Guru, the light that is within you realizes what it really is. You are a wave in the ocean. And for one moment the wave rises and the wave thinks, look, I am free. And it thinks, look, I'm bigger than all these other waves. But then in the next moment, the wave merges back in the ocean. And so for a second the wave believed that he was free out of the ocean. But is there a difference between the wave and the ocean? 
The wave is a part of the ocean. The ocean is a part of the wave. You are water that doesn't see the rest of the water. That's all. And all the terminology that's being used is just to try and explain the same concept again and again. You are light. You are joy. You are a drop of water in the ocean. You are a wave. In the morning, life is making the choice of breakfast. Not you. Life is deciding. Life is deciding what part of life to eat and what part of life to drink. You may use the word God and the same applies. God is deciding what to eat and God is deciding what to drink. Where is the question of you? Where did you come from? Who created this delusion of you? Bande Khoj Dil Find yourself every day, question yourself. Search within yourself, what is this? What am I investing in? The mind creates the self and the self is the biggest drug that we're all addicted to. And we don't even know it. What is the definition of a drug? Something that controls you and something that you don't want to let go of. And if someone took it away from you, every part of you would be afraid. That is addiction. And if anyone talked about taking your life away from you, that's the biggest fear, isn't it? Do what you want, but don't take my life away from you. Your life and your self-identity, that I exist, and my existence is important, and my existence is separate from everyone else, is your biggest addiction. The next time you need to make a decision, Realize that life is making the decision. Life is the decision. Life is the choices. Life is the one making the choices. And life is the consequence of all the choices being made by itself. Why would you